0: Hello everybody! Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I am Cat Wonders, and this is episode 17. 17 episodes. Doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. <laughs> having to come up with ideas for 17 episodes is a lot of work. But I'm having so much fun and I'm learning a lot and don't need that. So so today, as usual, I'm going to start off with making a cocktail. Uh, What is it going to be? I don't know, but I went to 7-Eleven and here in Canada, 7-Eleven does not sell booze. I don't know if it does in the States, I don't think so, but I got some colorful drinks to mix with and have some fun with. I have an idea in mind and we're going to try to execute something delicious and as delicious as last week because dirty sunset is where it's at. And the recipe you can find if you're watching this on YouTube. and if not you can watch it on YouTube but in the description box of episode 16 also I did nothing with my hair I filmed yesterday and I just left it Sweat and all. So it's really nothing fabulous. I was actually going to put in a ponytail and I thought I'm not going to do that for another episode of Kitty Liquor. (laughs) For those of you listening, you're missing out on all the visuals here. I'm about to mix a cocktail and I've got some colorful beverages, but I'll talk you through it if you can't see what's going on. All right. So right now I've got some Absolute Peach Vodka. My sister was up (laughs) and And we had some of that. I've also got this Empress Gin this you've seen in previous episodes that's all the booze I've got but then I've got this sparkling ice kiwi strawberry I appreciated the color it's a very nice kind of cool lime green and then I've got Gatorade (laughs) this G0 actually is actually super good I said actually twice unnecessarily it is um very tasty zero calories and uh, definitely a good additive to any drink that you want to make without all the sugar so that's an option. Regular Gatorade works too. I've got my accessories and my handy dandy Red Bull. So last night at around three in the morning, my rooster started to crow, which is very unusual because they normally don't start crowing until dawn. It freaked me out and I don't know what happened, but I didn't get much sleep. (laughs) This is the Red Bull Zero. I usually drink sugar-free Red Bull, but this is zero, so I don't know the difference. I think it just doesn't have aspartame in it. Maybe it's got no caffeine in it. (laughs) That's what I was like. Do people just want to drink Red Bull, like for the flavor and not the caffeine or the sugar? But I'm pretty sure it's got caffeine in it. We'll find out. All right. Did you guys see that? (laughs) There was water on my hands. I slapped my hands together and completely splashed myself in the vase. So as usual, my glass is going to rest on this beautiful spotlight. I've got my ice. Let me move this out of the way. And I think I can pretty much get away without. I don't want the water. Uh, All right, let's start with this absolute peach. So this is just peach flavored vodka. It's 40 percent and there's no sugar in it. So about a shot of that and then what I want to do I'm gonna do the green okay so wait this is carbonated this is flat so if I put this on the bottom if I put this on the bottom okay I'm gonna put this on the bottom and then this on top and hopefully it doesn't mix because I think if there's carbonation below everything it'll bubble it and mix it <laughs> so We got us some blue Gatorade what is oh cool blue doesn't really say what flavor it is but we'll say blue raspberry to be safe. Now some of the sparkling ice. It's definitely mixing. (laughs) Can you see what I'm doing? And then I'm going to top it off with some of this empress gin. And we added about three quarters of a shot there. (laughs) Do I know what I'm talking about? Absolutely not. Wow. I'm always super impressed. There is definitely a mix happening between the sparkling ice, the green, and the blue. I'm telling you, this Empress gin topper is the way to go. Now, accessories. What have I not used yet? Okay, we'll use the martini shaker. Okay, wait. We'll use the martini shaker and then maybe... No, this is going to get lost in there. I got to use one of the palm trees. Yep. Orange. (gasps) All right, so we're going to be using this martini shaker full of ice. Throw this in there. Sorry, my under my nails is filthy. One. And then this is going to sit just a little below. I'll Hang it over the edge. Now we have to name it. Okay, so for those of you watch or listening, I've got kind of a cool mint green happening on the bottom three quarters of this beverage. And the top is a beautiful, really pretty kind of blue. <laughs> But a sky blue, a deep sky blue, not an aqua blue. Oh, and I have to put my straw in it. Look! Now, does that look refreshing or does that look refreshing? As I'm tasting it, I'm going to come up with a name. Just keep in mind, this is strawberry kiwi flavored with blue plastic. (laughs) peach vodka and kind of a florally gin i don't know what to expect but i'm going to mix this drink in the only way that i know how and that is to blow bubbles into it now it looks like ocean water pool water that's the name of this cocktail pool not poo (laughs) all right it's not the best cocktail i've ever tried but it's good it tastes really nice very refreshing Pool water is a way to go it does have like a hint of urine (laughs) i'm just joking i'm just joking pool water would though there we go there we have it pool water let me make sure i write that down otherwise i'll forget pool (laughs) all right let me uh clean this up and i'll be right back so i think the camera's farther back than it normally is but i'm gonna leave it that way this drink is carbonated i'm also sipping on some red bull over here so Sorry for the burping. So today is another smoky day (laughs) it's actually getting a lot better it's been a little crazy lately trying to enjoy the summertime when we have this like natural spf happening here Uh, i actually don't know if it does prevent you from getting sunburned i'm sure it doesn't make it worse but i feel kind of like laying out in the heat in the sun because it's blue sky above it's a bit of a waste of time to try to get a tan not that i have time to tan (laughs) but if you want it to tan i think you're sol in the Rockies, anyway, it's all over the place, all over the place. Sometimes, like one day it'll be super smoky, another day it'll be a little lighter, and so it's really tough to sort of plan your trips around what the air quality will be like. Because uh, right now, British Columbia, especially—I mean, Alberta was really bad. I'm not sure how how they're doing right now, but and let me know how you are doing in the states too, because on my little fire map, there's a lot of fires happening south of the border. So hope everybody's fine and safe and dandy. But this seems to be a pattern. Last summer there was none. I think the last two summers there was no smoke but i could be wrong i think it was just last summer but we had a cooler summer it seemed shorter you know that's just sort of the payoff right if you want a really hot smoking summer it's going to be smoking (laughs) uh it's really not funny but we're just kind of you nothing you can do about it right just pray that a lightning strike doesn't happen near your home because uh it can get bad real quick so as i mentioned my sister was up for uh, the weekend and we hung out, had a good time. We learned how to roller skate. <laughs> I bought a couple of roller skates a while ago from Dolls Kill because on the website, they had this like sugar thrills photo shoot and the girls were wearing roller skates. And I thought, oh, because I have this love for the 70s, you know, this and roller skating was just a thing that they did back then. And it's starting to make a huge comeback now. And I thought, oh, I'd love because I used to rollerblade, but never really roller skate. And um, skating was something that I didn't do much of as a kid, really, but more so rollerblading. And then so I thought, okay, well, I've been on roller blades roller skates can't be that much more difficult and I was afraid to put them on just because I thought well hardwood floors and I could rip around if I wanted to but I just hadn't and so my sister came over she's like what are these and I was like oh roller skates kind of more for like photo shoot or whatever she's like put a pair on so she's gung-ho she hasn't roller skated either (laughs) and she's always been the brave one and I have many stories to uh, prove it so she put them on and she started and I was like okay she's like it's really not bad once you get like rolling (laughs) so i put them on and i realized it actually was i was picking it up pretty quick and it's super fun and then we got so committed to roller skating that we went and bought helmets uh wrist guards elbow pads and knee pads (laughs) and then we went to uh the tennis courts and we were ripping around in the tennis courts and it was definitely fun so I have a story it's not a funny story unfortunately I only wiped out once (laughs) it was stupid and it was just like a very small little tumble only I didn't like I wasn't skating like forward and then fell I was trying to turn the opposite way I I can turn left really great but I can't turn right so (laughs) I decided to try to kind of like force myself to turn right and then I was I just did a little spin and then I wiped out right in front of the people that were watching actually (laughs) (laughs) But you know me I just laughed at myself and everybody else laughed at me and that was that was how it went and then uh but my sister never wiped out once she was given her and like she was doing laps around me like because I'm pretty cautious and like I said I can't be careful with like scraping myself up or bruising myself up god forbid like break a bone and try to model bikinis and like cast (laughs) so anyway so my sister's also into skateboarding and I think she's it's not a skateboard actually I think it's a longboard but there was like a cool track kind of where we were at and you know it kind of goes up and down and all around and she was pretty confident from roller skating that she decided she was going to try this track like rather than just go on the flat ground so she's given her and doing a great job she had a little wipeout fell on her butt cheek no big deal and then she's like I'm going to try going to the skate park which is way more gnarly I mean I shouldn't say it's way more gnarly but I mean it's like super intimidating so I walk over there with her and I'm just the observer at this point I'm not skateboarding or longboarding and she goes down this one little ramp and on the other side of the ramp it goes up so we were kind of like okay well you're not going to get going too fast because the other ramp will just slow you down so she goes down one ramp and then goes up the other but then I thought she was going to bail like jump off because that's kind of what you need to do at that point but then she starts riding (laughs) riding her longboard back down opposite foot forward and then she just spilled and she had all of her gear on like I said she had elbow pads knee pads wrist guards everything but she tried to catch herself when she fell And then she just sort of fell on her arm, funny, and her thigh. Like, I could see right away that it was gonna be a pretty bad bruise. I'm telling you guys, this bruise is so freaking gnarly, and I was making fun of her. because the bruise looked exactly like a big like smiley face but it was like an evil smiley face like like the joker (laughs) So she wouldn't let me take a picture of it because i was like oh i'd love to show you guys a photo because it is so gnarly but anyway, so but her elbow she did injure her elbow somehow there was no there's like a bit of swelling just from falling more of a sprain definitely not a break so that was our adventure (laughs) we weren't even drinking (laughs) it was still a lot of fun and we learned a lot the thing is when you wipe about doing something like sports you just l- you learn every time you fall and falling is very necessary to learn how not to fall in the future because if you think that any athlete has gotten to where they're at without taking spills here and there then you're dead wrong <laughs> so she knows now to bail and not like go back down opposite foot forward i to be honest i've never really been on a skateboard i've been on an electric skateboard i was sponsored by i think the brand was Vagero can't remember oh that's bad they sent me an electric skateboard and then I took it to Revelstoke and was like going along the river and just made a cute video but I hired a professional skateboarder (laughs) I did ride it but I sat on it I didn't stand on it (laughs) because I just there's something about it like I like to cross-country ski uh, but snowboarding like freaks me out right just the thought of my feet being stuck to something and anyway long story short I've never skateboarded and I i am not about to start and I'm okay with that <laughs> there's just some things that I don't need to do oh my god you guys this have I worn this top for you yet I don't think so I try to wear something new every episode this is and I have clothes for 600 episodes so don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll never run out this is sugar thrills of course I'm wearing this like bright yellow bra underneath because I thought nude was just too boring and uh, this I love these sleeves except for when I'm talking they just like flop down I need to like have my middle finger like through a little hole so I can like flap it around. Not that you care. (laughs) All right. So on the subject of like waking up last night at three in the morning, the roosters. I have three roosters now. I raised them from chicks, and I realize that you shouldn't have roosters together in a coop. But it's a huge coop, and there's lots of room for them to have their own space. But they get on like a crowing war, and so far so good. There's been no fighting. The three roosters all crow very differently, and I'm gonna try to get a recording of each one for you guys to hear because one rooster sounds fairly normal, whatever normal sounds like. And another one sounds like a Spanish, like it's got a Spanish accent. And what I mean is I'll try to recreate it. He's like... He rolls his tongue at the end. <laughs> so funny. And then the other rooster sounds like Krusty the Clown. And what I mean is, it sounds like he's crowing through a kazoo. <laughs> That one I'm not going to try to recreate. But it's so funny how distinct each one is. So I know exactly who's crowing. And like if there are two that are crowing at each other, I know I could tell who they are. And I wonder if this is a normal thing. Like they are two of them are the same breed and one is a different breed. So I was like, oh, interesting. Like when I first noticed it, I noticed the two different breeds, how they just sound different. And then I'm like, oh, wait, this other one sounds different, too. So are roosters crows like as unique to individual roosters or? Or does it have to do with breeds? So yeah, I just thought I'd ask because I could look it up, but I'd rather you guys answer in the comments down below. There are helicopters going over my house constantly with freaking buckets underneath them, putting fires out. And it, it makes me nervous because I'm like, how close are these fires that these helicopters are going over top of my house constantly? I don't know. I wanted to bring up the topic of nose breathing. And now this is something that I never really knew until I watched a podcast. It was a Joe Rogan podcast where he was interviewing a specialist and they were discussing the importance of breathing through your nose and how mouth breathers uh, have more issues. My, I grew up with my, my mom having a bit of, uh, what's the word? A deviated septum I don't know if she was actually like officially diagnosed with that but but having like a bit of a note crooked nose where she could breathe through one nostril fine and maybe not so much the other my point is that some people just naturally breathe through their mouth more because it's easier for them but then I also learned that you can train your nose to open up so if you force yourself to breathe through your nose more often you can actually train your nostrils and whatever your sinuses to open up more so you can get more air this was super interesting to me because I watched this podcast and it was very interesting to listen to like I learned things that I did not know before and like I said about the importance of breathing through your nose and how breathing through your nose actually can release I believe it was like a certain hormone that you can't get by breathing through your mouth and then also it gets deep into your lungs if that makes sense like it's breathing through your mouth is different than breathing through your nose and it releases like gases and anyway so there's a lot of benefit to breathing through your nose. Breathing through your nose allows you to take deeper breaths which engages the lower lungs. When the lower lungs become active they pump out more oxygen to the rest of your body. More oxygen means more support for your cells and maintains healthy tissue and organ function. So yeah there's that's one factor but there's like a ton more and uh, I just wondered if you knew that and are you more of a nose breather or a mouth breather I catch myself often breathing through my mouth like if I'm driving or whatever and I stop myself and try to make sure that I consciously breathe through my nose because I don't have an issue breathing through my nose I can breathe through one nostril if I had to like I've got a pretty open airway and I definitely sleep with my mouth closed and uh, I do a lot of exercise and they say that breathing through your nose is what you should be doing during exercise and I'm thinking there's no way in hell that I'm going to be running along breathing through my nose (laughs) you know when you're kind of out of breath but apparently during this podcast I was hearing this guy talk about athletes that run marathons you see them running with their mouth closed or breathing just through their nose. So you can train yourself to do this. One thing that I didn't hear talked about was a yawning because this guy's a breathing specialist like what the hell is that about what is yawning about and the second thing was breathing through your nose in the winter like during winter exercise so people run in the winter time skiing and that kind of thing because it can be quite painful so when I cross-country ski and I'd seen this article and I was trying to just train myself to breathe through my nose it freaking kills it hurts really bad (laughs) and maybe it would get better over time but I found that I could only breathe through my mouth so I, I wanted to know what this person's suggestion or this like breathing specialist would say about nose breathing in winter climates and then he never talked about yawning I don't know a ton about yawning and like why we do it oh is because I've heard that your brain is lacking oxygen you're getting tired or whatever but then I've also heard that as as it has nothing to do with that and it's the fact that it's contagious is kind of weird and anyway (laughs) so breathing breathing through your nose is definitely a good thing and you want to do it I'll link the podcast down below that I watched now it's time for a segment that I like to call cat facts so cat facts is a bunch of facts that i found online and that i found to be interesting so let's see what we got here bananas glow blue under black light to the everyday eye under normal conditions ripe bananas appear yellow due to organic pigments called carotenoids 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 when bananas ripen chlorophyll begins to break down this pigment is the element that makes bananas glow or fluorescence under uv lights and appear blue. Who knew? Wimbledon tennis balls are kept at 68 degrees Fahrenheit. The temperature of tennis balls affects how the balls bounce, which totally makes sense. At warmer temperatures, the gas molecules inside the ball expand, making the ball bounce higher. A tennis ball at lower temperatures causes the molecules to shrink and the ball bounces lower. The best tennis balls are used. Wimbledon goes through over 50,000 tennis balls. That makes sense though. Kind of like if you think about a, a basketball, same type of thing. This is a sad fact. And sad, I'll let you know why. Adult cats are lactose intolerant. Feeding your cat milk could be making them sick. Like some humans, adult cats don't have enough lactase enzyme to digest lactose from milk, causing them to vomit, have diarrhea, or get gassy. Cats only have enough of that enzyme when they're born during the early years of their life. So when I was a kid, we never had pets. I mentioned before we had a bird for a few weeks because we, I think we were babysitting it, named Chirpy. Otherwise, we never had pets growing up ever when we moved to a a new place and our neighbor had a big orange tabby cat of course the cat would wander and I've always wanted a kitten always wanted a cat so I kind of befriended this cat but I guess from shows that I watched or movies or something I was giving it milk So it would come by all the time and I would give it a bowl of milk because I'm thinking this is what cats like, like this is what was depicted in the cartoons that I watched growing up, (laughs) like Looney Tunes and stuff. And so one day the cat never came back and didn't come back ever again. And I, I asked the neighbor about the cat. And um, the neighbor basically told me that the cat had gotten really sick and died. And at the time, I had no idea that milk would make cats sick. So I had no clue (laughs) that it could have been me. (laughs) <laughs> that poisoned the cat to death until years later when somebody told me oh no 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 you don't give cats milk like they can't handle it like it makes them sick and I was like wait a minute I'm a murderer <laughs> um so yeah don't give cats milk I was a kid so I didn't know but if you have a cat or maybe you want to get rid of the neighbor's cat no I'm just don't do that that's a joke by the way just don't give a milk i think apparently if you find kittens or if you have to look after one of these like a a kitten that you find maybe you're driving down the road and there's some on the side of the street or something baby formula is apparently the best thing to feed them just fyi okay this one is weird and i had no idea albert einstein's eyeballs are in new york city They were given to Henry Abrams and preserved in a safety deposit box. Abrams was Einstein's eye doctor. He received the eyeballs from Thomas Harvey, the man who performed the autopsy on Einstein, and illegally took the scientist's brain for himself. So his brains with thomas harvey his eyeballs are with abrams i had no idea that his body parts were like a party favor <laughs> that's so stupid i just mean you know like all over the place it's kind of weird oh this is crazy the chief translator of the european parliament speaks 32 languages fluently 32 languages since 2002 the greek translator Ioannis ikonomumu <laughs> Ikonomu has been the the chief translator of the European Parliament. I think I could speak, let alone learn two languages. (laughs) With 32 languages under his belt, he merits the position. He initially moved to to Brussels to be an interpreter and a valuable position in the EU capital. But after he learned all 12 official languages of the EU, he kept going and now speaks even more, including Bengali, Swahili and Turkish. Does this like how do you have time? There are people that have like incredible memories, right, that remember every day of their life since they were born there's actually a celebrity who talks about it and she can do this she can recall like you say a date in time and she'll remember what she ate for breakfast that day like it's insane but i would assume that this guy has a very similar type memory where he just has to pretty much hear it once or twice and he's got it down whereas for me i need about six thousand times and then i maybe will remember it so yeah incredible mind i think that's super impressive research shows that all blue-eyed people may be related at least they may share st- the same distant ancestor. After studying the DNA of blue-eyed individuals from Scandinavia, Turkey, Jordan, and India, Danish researchers found that they all had identical gene sequences for eye color. They believe this trait comes from the single individual called the founder, whose genes mutated between 6,000 and 10,000 years ago. Before that, everyone had varying shades of brown eyes. Okay interesting. Cherophobia is the word for the irrational fear of being happy. I know some people that have this, I think. No, it's not the fear of share, as the name might lead you to believe. It comes from the Greek word "chero," which means to rejoice. People who suffer from cherophobia are often afraid, crippling so, of doing anything that might lead to happiness. This includes participating in fun activities and rejecting opportunities that may lead to positive outcomes. So, who knew this existed? I think if you did, and you do have xerophobia maybe you can do something about it i had no idea it was an actual thing the inventor of the frisbee was turned into a frisbee after he died <laughs> Steady Ed Hedrick invented the frisbee in the 1950s, then went on to create the sport of disc golf in the 1970s. When he died in 2002, his final wish was to have his ashes turned into, what else, a frisbee. His son said it was his father's dream that they play with him after death and that he might even accidentally end up on someone's roof. Could you imagine losing that frisbee? (laughs) dad i think you know what i do appreciate the humor in that and you know i've heard of ashes being turned into diamonds and then you can wear your loved one around your neck or in a ring or something which is a thing if you didn't know that you can I don't know high heat and pressure can take the carbon out of your ashes and create a diamond lovely idea but probably extremely expensive but there are people that do it but a frisbee that's a that's a new one like that is yeah to have your ashes kind of cast into something you know what I mean like have a statue made of yourself when you're like 30 and then use that mold to kind of mix with concrete mix your ashes in there and then like the statue of you becomes actually you at one day <laughs> but in, when you're younger you know when you're like vital, and maybe you're like holding a tennis racket that could be interesting but I don't know like depends on your religion and what you believe like what happens to the ashes if you know if the if the universe takes them and you know but otherwise if you're just pretty much dirt <laughs> being thrown in the ground do something fun with it I think that that's a fun idea and if I okay if I die <laughs> who knows what happens with science <laughs> Maybe in a hundred years or so. No, if I die or when I die, I definitely want to be cremated. And I have to think about this. I was just going to come up with something, but I don't know. I kind of like the statue idea, though. (laughs) Um, Okay, that concludes cat facts. So I am ecstatic because the real housewives of beverly hills is back and has been back for a few weeks as i noticed i think there's like nine episodes out which is the best case scenario because for me i was able to binge watch i think i'm on like episode four now it does kind of ruin the surprise like i feel like i need to discipline myself and only watch one episode per week which will happen when i catch up but for years i've been watching the real housewives and it doesn't matter atlanta orange county beverly hills beverly hills is always been my favorite but it's like the it's the ultimate trash television it's like eating a bag of candy equivalent to like your health probably <laughs> but I think it's so interesting to watch people with a ton of money live their lives and like see their lifestyle and the things that they value and to be honest like the people that I relate to the most generally are pretty down to earth and you know they just happen to have some cash and uh, but then some some of them are such trash like they are just I I don't like to put people down but there are some characters on that show that i find to be idiotic and probably yeah i'll just leave it at that anyway so they actually had a real housewives of vancouver and they had i think they ran it for one one caesar maybe two it was so funny and i thought to myself i think they even did real housewives of whistler or maybe it was just a different show they were filming there but um gosh the trips they go on i know that they get paid to do the show as well so like i think when one of the girls is like hey guys um, I was thinking we should all get away to Tahoe and I've got a place rented there and blah, blah, blah. Or sometimes they have a home here and there and they all like, you know, the, the show is paying for it, especially Beverly Hills. I believe they're like the highest paid housewives. Just it's, it's such a different world. Like, first of all, city life. I'm in the mountains and I go to the city once in a while. But the cities I go to are nowhere near like Los Angeles or New York City or like so different. And it's just a very interesting lifestyle and I am entertained by it. And I think that's sort of what things you want to watch are generally like not relatable reality shows. Like I I don't think anyway, usually I find it more interesting to watch people that are just so different from me that it's just mind blowing. So if you didn't know that The Real Housewives is back on, it is. And it's great so far. I'm super entertained. (laughs) Okay, so I was hesitant to share this with you, but I have an idea and this idea has been growing and growing the more people that i talk to about it and the more feedback i get the more positive i feel about it and i talked about manifesting things in previous podcasts i'm definitely manifesting this it will happen it has happened (laughs) what's the right way to do it you're supposed to like write something down as if it's already happened so this is super preliminary and i've started sketching on paper you're like, okay, spit it out already. I have an idea for a 70s themed pool bar. (laughs) Okay, I know that sounds crazy. What I mean is, it's basically like a nightclub with a swimming pool in the middle of it, but nothing crazy, basically an option to swim with a bar area. It's essentially like a big nightclub, but with a swimming pool in it the reason why this idea came to me and this is not a new idea by any means but it is kind of because it won't be attached to a hotel it'll be sort of its own thing i would love to call it something like wonderland or something that would evoke a little bit of fun and pizzazz but i'd love for it to be nothing huge i'd probably want ideally i'd want it open air but this would only be possible in like la but would have to sort of be either enclosed or be able to open it in the summertime type thing. Because in Canada, (laughs) you ain't running a a topless hotel. I mean, you're not running a topless bar in the middle of winter, right? That came across as really like... You know what I mean? No roof, topless. But anyway, so uh, but I would love for it to be very 70s retro themed, but not cheesy 70s. I'm talking very sort of mid-century modern, but very stylized and I want like a ton of plants. I want big trees in there, I want tropical plants. Very much like what you'd find in an old grotto hotel or I don't know. <laughs> I just Yeah, this like this vision of lots of trees very strategic lighting i think the swimming pool would have some features in it and then in the back kind of have I know they're licensing like you'd have to really think about this there's one bar like a swim up bar I think in New York City that I could find and there's another one I think in like Idaho or something but it's it's a basically like a, it's attached to a hotel as most of them are and there's a swimming pool but there's like a, a tiki bar in the corner and there's tables around my dream is to create this wonderland where the theme is so cool and chill and kind of cozy the vibe is good maybe the pool itself is sunken down in the middle but I don't think that people will want to be swimming with everybody watching them I think that it's got to be a bit more strategic where maybe the pool is slightly raised I do want some features in the pool and then there'll be like a bunch of change rooms in the back I'm sure people will be banging in there Let's go change, honey. (laughs) If it's planned out properly and the entrance has to be really great, the thing is, okay, I'll veer a little bit here with another topic that I was going to bring up. The entrance to restaurants, bars is a huge deal. Like how you first enter into a bar, a restaurant, anything public really, there's a lot of thought that has to go into it. I can't tell you how many times I've been to a restaurant where when you walk in the front door, immediately, everybody can see you and you could see everybody and it's kind of like an uncomfortable thing and not that it's necessarily uncomfortable for everybody when I walk into a restaurant I want to be greeted I don't want to have to stand in front of a bunch of people it's like when you arrive at a party and you don't know anyone that's the same kind of feeling you know what I mean so it's kind of uncomfortable I think that there should always be some sort of barricade between the front door and the rest of the restaurant I know that there are people like designers that would agree with me and maybe people are like ah it doesn't really matter but for me part of the plan for this for wonderland (laughs) i'm just gonna call it that for now is to have a really great kind of funky entrance where you're greeted by someone there's lots of cool plants. i mean okay so i know that some of you are going to be listening to this and going oh my god like who gives a shit i do and i'm gonna make it happen and i know the right people to make it happen i'd like to really sit down design something that would make sense sense there wouldn't really be food the only food that there'd be would be like basically like a huge appetizer menu so say you were there with a group of six people you just order like four appetizers you guys are good i don't know it would just feel awesome in there it'd have to have really good ventilation because the last thing i want is like a really humid feeling especially if it's enclosed really humid feeling bar people would come from all over to visit wonderland and then, (laughs) then somebody was like why don't you just attach it to a hotel like basically create this motel hotel motel with this cool kind of wonderland amazing Place to be. People will travel, and I was like, "That is true." And then so, (laughs) I have all these options. But like I said, I do know people that can make this happen, which is even more exciting. But let me know your thoughts because I know it's possible. There are a lot of kinks have to be worked out for sure. Design is going to be key for this, and layout so like I said that's where I'm at with it and I'm so I don't want to say I'm consumed by it but the thought of it like I'm visualizing it and I know that it would just be the funnest place ever right and it wouldn't necessarily be just for adults the whole time but then I thought well should it be just for adults like up to a certain point like no kids after 8 p.m or something because that's when the real action starts happening but good music definitely an area for like dancing obviously safety would have to be a factor where you know people are not running around soaking wet and slipping and breaking their necks so I'm sure that there are some like regulations that I'd have to follow but it's possible and I just the the vibe of it the music just a cool place to hang out a venue to rent out for your wedding party or whatever I think it would be amazing so yeah that's what's bubbling in my brain I want to know if you guys have a childhood best friend that maybe you no longer stay in contact with i think we've all had friends growing up that stick out in our minds maybe it was more than one but maybe like i'm thinking like one in particular and i had three over my life but two for sure (laughs) one two three (laughs) so growing up we had next door neighbors that were twins twin girls and my sister my brother and i my brother was really little though at this time we were besties like Definitely had the time of our lives. And, you know, before the age of video games, I mean, there were video games, but we never played video games. Just the summers in the backyard, finding bugs, like hunting spiders and getting stung by wasps (laughs) and uh, running through the sprinklers and laying on the sidewalk because it was warm and, you know, just so many great memories. But I did have a boyfriend when I was like seven years old. He... I won't say his name, but because I still know him. (laughs) Super cute kid. And to be honest, like we were only boyfriend and girlfriend. We never did anything like boyfriend and girlfriend-ish. We just called each other boyfriend and girlfriend and maybe held hands. And um, he's gay today. it's so funny because he grew up to be a gorgeous gorgeous guy really dark hair i swear could play superman in a movie but totally gay and i think he came out quite late i would have never known but i was seven like i think we were both seven i think we're exactly the same age like very close so i thought i'd throw that in there but when you were little did you have like a, a f- best childhood friend, but you've since lost contact with them? Wouldn't that be so fun to find them and then meet up and like reminisce about old times? Thing is, there's been so many times when I've been talking to my cousins or family members where they bring something up that I would have never remembered on my own. Like it was just a distant, deep memory that I had. It's really nice to kind of reminisce with people because they will bring things up that you would could totally forgotten about, right? But super funny things and then refresh your childhood memories, you know? Like add to them, because like I said, nothing, not everything sticks. But what it freaks me out is when people tell me stories that I do not recollect whatsoever. Do not remember one, like something that you should remember that you don't. And I'm like, really? Like I did that or I said that, you know, like when you're little. So that's kind of weird. But <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that in there. But yeah childhood friends. I think it'd be neat to um, really try to reconnect if you had the opportunity. Now it's time for a segment that I like to call Kitty Twisters. Oh, that's a recipe, not my jokes. Okay, so I struggled hard to find some jokes that I thought were funny. And then I realized, well, It's kind of subjective, like what I think is funny, you might not. So I thought some of them are pretty good. They didn't make me laugh. I mean, most of these did, but some of them didn't. And I thought, well, they might make you laugh. So who am I to judge what a good joke is? Like I said, it's also suggestive, subjective, I mean. (laughs) these are pretty suggestive (laughs) these are sick jokes and i don't really find any others that funny (laughs) Ma, i have a very unfortunate sense of humor and you'll see why a man and a woman had been married for 30 years and in those 30 years when are they always left the lights on when having sex he was embarrassed and scared that he couldn't please her, so he always used a big dildo on her in the dark. All these years, she had no clue. One day, she decided to reach over and flip the light switch on and saw that he was using a dildo. She said, I knew it! Explain the dildo! He said, Explain the kids! <laughs> a guy is talking to a girl in a bar. He asks her, What's her name? She says, Carmen. He says, That's a nice name. Who named you? Your mother? She says, No. I named myself. He says, why Carmen? She said, because I like cars and men. What's your name? He says, Beerfuck. (laughs) Oh, hi, Beerfuck. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Two guys are standing in line to enter heaven. One turned around and asked the other how he died. I froze to death. How about you? I had a heart attack. How did that happen? Well, I suspected my wife was cheating on me. So after work, I went straight home. I ran upstairs to find my wife sleeping by herself. Then I ran back downstairs and looked in all the hiding spots. When I was running back up the stairs, I had a heart attack. That's ironic. Why? If you would have looked in the fridge, we'd both be alive. (laughs) A wife and husband are having money issues. One day they decide to have the wife work the corner later that night the husband goes to pick up his wife he asks how much did you make sweetie she answers i made 200 dollars 50 the husband says what asshole gave you 50 cents she replied all of them <laughs> if you're american when you go in the bathroom and you're american when you come out what are you in the bathroom european <laughs> what did the fish say when he swam into a wall damn There are three types of people in the world, those who can count and those who can't. (laughs) That one made me laugh. Do you get it? For those of you that didn't get it, let me read it one more time. There are three types of people in the world, those who can count and those who can't. Two windmills are standing on a wind farm. One asks, what's your favorite type of music? The other says, I'm a big metal fan. Some of these are so dumb that that's why they're funny. A man and a giraffe walk into a bar. After a few drinks, the giraffe falls over and dies. The man begins to walk out when the bartender stops him. Hey, you can't leave that lion there. The bartender yells out. The man turns around. It's not a lion, you idiot. It's a giraffe. I added in the you idiot part. It's called improv. (laughs) Okay, this one you almost have to read to get. I hope that some of you were able to get it. A dyslexic man walks into a bra. (laughs) B.R.A.? (laughs) All right, that concludes Kitty Twisters. A reminder, if you have any jokes, questions, suggestions, comments, feel free to send an audio recording or a video like a short video clip of so you don't have to show your face if you want to ask me a question then send me a little audio clip to kitty liquor at gmail.com and then maybe I'll feature you on my podcast answer your question and just email me anyway if you'd like to if you have any suggestions or funny jokes you want me to read I'm open to all suggestions and etc <laughs> so kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget that i've got a OnlyFans for five dollars a month and a patreon starting at five dollars a month if you go to my patreon uh you can see hundreds of videos right now for five bucks and then more if you up your pledge but you just go there and check it out and decide for yourself and uh, I also need some suggestions for review videos so like I've got a ton of bikinis on order bikinis are kind of my jam it's what I like to try on model it's sort of my specialty but I know that there are some really interesting like new companies popping up with different things. I do love sexier S&M leather wear. This is more stuff that I would use on Patreon than YouTube but I'm open to all kinds of things and if you have suggestions anyway stuff that you'd like to see let me know. I also have some fun things planned for Halloween and for Christmas and stuff in between so if you have suggestions for either of those things as well then feel free to email me or message me on instagram i'm at cat.wonders so all right everyone back includes kitty liquor episode 17 i almost forgot <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in let me know your thoughts on all the topics that i mentioned down below in the comments i will post the recipe to make my pool water <laughs> and um also i want to link that joe rogan uh, podcast about nose breathing a really good listen. and yeah that concludes this podcast i think uh if you are listening to this podcast i have a video version on youtube and if you're watching this podcast right now then just know that you can download my podcast on spotify amazon google apple podcasts (laughs) there's lots lots of places to find me so don't ever worry but uh if you are watching me on youtube please subscribe and like it would really help out my channel that is it i'm cat wonders this is kitty liquor that's l-i-q-u-o-r don't get it twisted episode 17 and i'll see you all in my next podcast or my next video bye